0: Welcome to the summary of Episode 3 of the Headspace & Timing Podcast. On today's episode, British journalist Matthew Green joins the show to talk about his book, Aftershock, and the similarities between combat veterans of different nations. Here's a short preview of the longer conversation. You're listening to Headspace & Timing, where we're trying to change the way that we think and talk about veteran mental health. In this first clip, Matthew talks a bit about himself and how he came to get involved in writing about mental health in the veteran
1: population. Well, I'm a British journalist. Um, I have spent the last four years really focused on the subject of veteran uh, mental health and the kind of issues that many soldiers face when they return from deployment. Um, I wrote this book uh, called Aftershock, um, which is about uh, British forces and their experience, particularly with post-traumatic stress, uh, but also all kinds of other psychological injuries. I do a lot of speaking on the topic, uh, a lot of writing, uh, and I'm really hoping that I can, in a sense, share some of the British experience and maybe help to sort of shed light as well on, on what's going on in the States. One of the reasons I reached out to Matthew
0: as an early guest is that I had read an editorial that he had written about traumatic stress in an academic journal. And reading that, I recognized a number of similarities between what I know about the U.S. veteran experience and how he described the U.K. veteran experience. Here he talks about some of those similarities.
1: I think there's certainly um, a lot more that unites veterans from all these coalition partners uh, when they're coming home. And and I think one of the things that's particularly striking is the gulf, really, that exists between civilians and the military in all all of these countries, certainly in Britain. uh, I know that probably most of my friends would struggle to point on a map to our biggest garrisons. Um, and most people don't know any soldiers. So I think that disconnect um, is a real problem. And, and there's a there's a danger in a way, I think, that often veterans feel, and, and, and rightly so, that, they're, that they'll be able to re- rekindle a sort of spirit of camaraderie when they're in a group uh, with, with, with other veterans. But, of course, we need to bridge the gap between veterans and the rest of society. The similarities between
0: veterans from different nationalities is not just theoretical or academic, but strikingly real. Here, Matthew describes a story of a veteran he wrote about, which could be the story of any veteran in the United
1: States. The story of Dave Salt, um, who I met in a town in Leamington Spa, a town in the south of England, um, back in 2014, is really instructive. He'd served in Afghanistan, in Iraq, and done tours before that, Bosnia, Sierra Leone. And he had a very serious case of post-traumatic stress very intense, immersive flashbacks. Um, and he'd been in and out of hospital. He'd been through um, the the biggest mental health charity in Britain, Combat Stress, as it's known. Um, he'd been treated uh, by other charities and by the National Health Service. But no one had the kind of wraparound integrated care that he needed to recover. Um, and, and as I wrote in the editorial, I, you know, he was found dead in his flat a couple of years after I met him. Like he died alone. I mean, he'd served almost 20 years in the army, um, but the, the war caught up with him many years later. And, and the fact that he'd had contact with all these services, but none of them had actually been able to save him, I felt was a really damning indictment of our system.
0: We talked not just about post-traumatic stress, but the concept of post-traumatic growth. Matthew said that this isn't a phrase that's really taken hold in the UK, but that he recognized a lot of older veterans had learned to come to terms with what happened to them in the military and hoped to share that with the current and
1: future generation of veterans. I did meet a lot of veterans uh, during my travels all over Britain. Some of them had tried to take their own lives and really failed by 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 luck or by fate um, but they had as 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 years had gone by and as they had eventually found the right support they had managed to to not only recover but really in a sense get in touch with i i think what, what they would perhaps describe as a deeper dimension of the, themselves through that that journey a lot of the veterans i spoke to their injuries psychological injuries went back to the 70s or 80s perhaps and it had taken them 20 or 30 years to make that journey um, and i suppose my goal when writing a book was to sort of distill some of what they'd learned along the way and share it for perhaps veterans of iraq or afghanistan who were just at the start of that trajectory
0: it was amazing to me the number of clear parallels that exist between U.S. and U.K. veterans. Here, Matthew talks about what my colleague Megan Moms refers to as transition stress, where the difficulty in veteran mental health is not limited to just reacting to traumatic experiences while in the military, but the challenges that exist after leaving the military.
1: I, I read Sebastian Junger's book, Tribe, and I think I think he, he hits on an absolutely critical point, which a lot of civilians struggle to understand, which is, you know, we can talk about um, – Horrific or life-threatening life-threatening experiences on tour, but for a lot of veterans, it's it's leaving the military that is the trauma, if you like, or it's the the, the sense of grief and loss. That brotherhood is incredibly wrenching and. Shattering almost um, for some of the, the veterans I met. And that's, I think, something that I certainly took a while to kind of understand, even as I was immersed in researching this. And I think I kind of as as civilians, it really behooves us to to acknowledge that.
0: In this clip, Matthew shares how to get in touch with him, how to find his book, blog and mailing list.
1: My book is called AfterShock, and obviously it's available on Amazon or on Kindle, uh, so you can get it in the US. Uh, the sort of lessons that I I've distilled really apply across the understanding of, has evolved, and I explore some of the neurobiology of trauma and this new paradigm that we've been talking about. So I hope that's a resource uh, for veterans all over the world, really. Um, and I also have a blog. Uh, it's a www.matthewgreenjournalism.com which I use to explore again new horizons in trauma therapy um, and and some of the journalism that I continue to write on this topic and I have a mailing list as well people are very welcome to sign up Uh, but I I love to hear from from readers or people who are interested uh, who've got maybe stories to tell so I'd really be grateful if anyone wants to get in touch I'm, I'm always looking forward to hearing from you
0: You're listening to Headspace and Timing, where we're trying to change the way that we think and talk about veteran mental health. Matthew and I talk a lot more in the longer conversation. As I mentioned, similarities between veterans, especially combat veterans, are numerous and striking. To learn more, you can listen to the full episode at VeteranMentalHealth.com forward slash HST003. Just a reminder that the guests and information on this show are for educational purposes only and not meant to be considered professional advice. While I am a therapist, I'm not your therapist. If something you've heard makes you think that you should talk to somebody, then reach out to do so. Make sure to join us for the next episode. Hit subscribe in your podcast player of choice so you don't miss it. Until then, remember veterans, you're not alone. Ever.